In this day and age, we're all busy people. We got careers, we got higher education, we gotta go to the gym three to four times a week, we have other obligations with our friends and family, and on top of that, we gotta get our dating lives handled, right? We gotta figure out how to make ourselves more attractive so we meet the girl, eventually the perfect one. There's only 168 hours in a week. We don't have a lot of time. Time goes by real quick, that's why we gotta be extra efficient with their time when it comes to meeting girls, but also when it comes to taking them out on dates. What's up, this is Mike, Pickup and Dating Coach in Las Vegas. In this video, I'm gonna go over the three types of dates that you should be taking girls on and when to choose what type of dates. Because over the years, throughout Skype coaching, in-person coaching, you know, the immersion program, I've heard so many horror and cringe date stories that I just really wanted to make this video and share with you uh, this information so that you don't end up wasting your time, your energy, money on dates that's not optimized and you're eventually just gonna end up getting burnt out. This is the Millionaire Social Circle Podcast with Mike and David. We cover the topics of dating, traveling, lifestyle, and building an elite social circle. When you're starting this pickup journey, your main focus, your main goal is to get experience points. It's to level up. You're not trying to find the perfect girl. You're not trying to find the one, right? That's end game. That's what you do when you're already good. Realistically and statistically, your first 10, 20, 30 dates, you're probably not gonna find the one. You're probably not gonna find your soulmate. And that's just statistics. You know, most people are average, most girls, are kind of just meh, right? It's just normal bell curve, normal distribution. You probably haven't become the person that you ultimately want to be. You don't really know what you ultimately want. The girl's probably hasn't figured out what she wants yet. And you know, at the end of the day, most dates are going to be average. But the most important thing is you don't have the experience to know ultimately what you like and you haven't gotten to the point where let's say you meet the perfect girl, you have the skills to hold on to her. So it's like, how do you know you like something until you've been exposed to it, right? An example would be like, first time I took my mom to get Chipotle, this was back when I was in college. You know, you know how Asian parents, they just never try new stuff. And when she ate it, she was like, whoa, what is this wizard Mexican slash college food? And she thought it was the most delicious thing in the world, right? But she would have never known to enjoy Chipotle if I didn't drag her to try it out the first time, right? So. I'm not saying girls are like Chipotle, but what I am saying is there's a lot of different qualities, right, in a girl, and you're gonna have to get exposed to different levels of the spectrum to, to decide what you like. For example, I like a girl who works out, but not more than me. <laughs> I like a girl who's into education, but like not book smart, but like not street smart, like stupid when it comes to survival skills. So depending on certain attributes and qualities, I have different set points, which I think are optimized for me and what I like. So the point is you're gonna have to go through the whole spectrum of these attributes, right? I've dated girls, I've gone on dates with girls who are 90 pounds. I've gone on dates with girls who weighed 200 plus. Uh, don't judge me, this was like <laughs> my early days. I didn't give a fuck, like I just like, look, practice points, experience, I'll do it. 
uh, and you know, it's points is point experience points is experience points, right? Uh, and it turns out I don't like either end of the spectrum. I think 90 is too little and uh, 200 <laughs> is too much, right? I've dated girls who are extremely broke, ride the bus. I've dated girls who made significantly more money. Like I've dated this girl who's like a big shot uh, real estate agent in Vancouver. She's her net worth was like seven figs in less than a year. Uh, you know, I've dated girls who are spoiled brats and I've dated girls who are very minimalist. I've dated girls who have been in theater, dated girls who are extremely funny. And then on stark contrast, I've gone on dates with girls who have the personality of a doorknob, right? I've gone on dates with girls who are extremely wholesome, you know, like church going vir virgins. I've gone on dates with virgins. And I've gone on dates with uh, who are strippers and have OnlyFans accounts. So you're not gonna know what you like until you've seen every end of each spectrum of each quality and you know the whole gamut in between. And the only way you're gonna get through all this experience and not get burnt out is being very optimized with your process. It, you gotta be careful on your timing, how to structure your dates, your budgeting, um, you know, so you're not overly spending money and you're not you know, blowing away seven, eight hours on dates that doesn't go anywhere, right? Eight hours I could read a book, right? Eight hours I could go through a course on whatever, right? That's a lot of time. So going back to some of the horror stories, I had a student take a girl out on a two week vacation. This dude is from Australia. They went on a two week road trip where he paid everything and then halfway in the middle of the road trip, uh, she revealed that she was a lesbian. I don't know if this is BS or not, but it's just like, don't you think you should figure that out before you take a girl on a trip? Uh, I've had a guy take a girl on a five hour hike. I was like, did you close? He's like, nah, she's kind of tired. I'm like, didn't you cause that? <laughs> like what kind of girl would have the energy to have sex after a five hour hike? I go bicycling for an hour and I'm dead. I don't even want to have sex. Like all the blood is not even, it's like in my legs. Would you really want to close a girl who's been hiking for five hours? I mean, that's kind of, it's kind of spicy. Don't you feel like, you know what I mean? It's kind of like you're causing the initial conditions. You created the initial conditions that caused the outcome of the day to be unfavorable. That's, that's your fault, right? I've also had a student take a girl on a hundred plus dollar Cirque du Soleil acrobatic show. These are these high end Vegas shows on the strip. And this was like a first Tinder date, right? It's just like, you're not even talking, you're just watching the show for like 90 minutes. And uh, you know, it's just, you're spending a lot of money and it's not sustainable. I would say I, I do pretty well. Like even for me, a hundred dollar dates, that's a lot. But the point is you gotta go through X amount of approaches, X amount of dates to figure out ultimately what you want and to get the experience and know what to do to um, have the, sort of motor memory of, of when to pull, when to close, how to escalate, all that. You gotta do this efficiently and sustainable. Keep in mind the date is essentially just a setup for the interaction to continue. It's just a premise for talking. Once you actually meet, uh, sort of the initial conditions reset. You obviously have to pick a place that's cool enough that she agrees to, or she's just like really into you, right? So just take the average of how much she is attracted to you plus whatever you propose, do a weighted average of that. As long as you get a passing grade, that's all that matters. It doesn't have to be like the best date in the world. It just has to be good enough based on your current attraction level that she agrees to it, right? And once she agrees to it, 
like everything is reset, right? It doesn't matter. It's not like she's gonna be more DTF because she ate a $100 filet mignon steak, right? Uh, I guess the best analogy to put this would be, let's say you just graduated college and you're starting your first job, your GPA matters, right? Like your first resume, they see it like, okay, 3.9 GPA is good. We're going to hire you. But once you get hired, that GPA doesn't matter anymore. How you're evaluated is based on your in-job performance. It's kind of like the date. Once she shows up, the setup doesn't matter anymore. And then it's just like you delivering sort of your personality and driving through to completion so don't over deliver just select the date like good enough c plus great right you passed you got your diploma now and usually the thing with dates is like you kind of know within the first 45 minutes if it's gonna go well right for me i i kind of know like within less than 30 minutes i have a 80 percent sort of confidence of how the rest of the day is gonna go uh, it's not like, I mean, just looking back at whatever your previous dates, have you ever just dragged it on where it's just like, it wasn't good the first 30 minutes, but you dragged it on to seven hours and all of a sudden it changed. Now I understand that like she's into you, but like the logistics are bad. She's down, but like you have to be clever. Like, I don't know, you live at home and you have to figure out some clever logistics to close. That's a different story. But usually for me, yeah, I can feel it relatively early that, um, you know, if it's going to happen or not. And therefore I adjust accordingly and I don't invest just so much time and energy on a date. So I'm going to go through the three different categories of dates that take girls on and the conditions depend on a couple of different factors, right? So the first type of date I take girls on is sort of the, I'm trying to close the first night, high conversion, um, simple to the point right? It's the same. I run the same thing over and over again. And usually it's, I just tell the girl to meet me downstairs. There's a restaurant downstairs, right? Uh, so usually like she shows up before I do, like she'll show up, park at the parking lot, and then I'll go downstairs. So I literally waste zero time. I don't make them wait for me, right? I go downstairs. We have something really small, have some appetizers, maybe a drink. And then I just pull them upstairs. I'm like, hey, let's check out my bunny. Let's check out the view, whatever. So it's literally like, it's two hours. It's one hour for dinner and one hour upstairs. Now you might say, well, dinners aren't really the most optimal thing to do. Well, for me, it's like, I gotta eat anyways. $10 is not a big deal, right? For me, the biggest thing is saving time. And when you're decent enough, I don't feel like dinner is that bad. Just pick a place that has maybe food and drinks you can opt out of food and get drinks if you want if it's a girl where i see potential but i need to sort of do another thing we might bounce to another place to get something right like get a dessert and then come back but to be honest I, I feel like most sets they don't even have like that much it's not like there's that much middle layer right either they're kind of down or they're not um so like the ones that aren't down probably not gonna pull anyway so i just end it like with dinner but yeah it's super efficient and i usually spend about two hours two and a half hours on dates like we'll, we'll go downstairs for an hour and then i'll have an excuse to pull them upstairs right because the thing is they're already downstairs i can literally point at my balcony and be like hey you know what let's just check out the balcony is really cool it there's a powerful thing when like they can see you know where it is that you're going and obviously having a nice place, having good condos. Like you want to 
have something where it, like it pays dividends, right? It's, it's more than a one-time use thing. So having the logistics on a place is gonna help you not just one date, it's gonna help you every single date from now till whenever you move. Also for these dates where you're trying to be efficient and just try to close, run the same script, okay? You're not trying to come up with a novel new date creative date every time you take a girl out. It's just, I don't have time to like reinvent the wheel, right? Imagine if Jeff Bezos, imagine if you're running a company and Jeff Bezos like, hey, let's come up with a new creative way to deliver a package. Today, I'm gonna send a bird to carry a, a pigeon to carry a, a package for you. Next day, I'm gonna use a motorized Lego block. The next day, I'm gonna have Uber Eats deliver it. It's too complicated, right? You don't have time to like figure out all these dates. And to be honest, Girls don't know you're running the same routine on every single day, right? To her, it's a new experience. So you don't wanna waste a lot of time just planning all these new dates. Plus, if you're doing something that's new, you probably don't know the process, you probably don't know how to navigate as well, you probably don't know the people at the event. You're sorta of at a handicapped in terms of social proof, right? I go downstairs to the restaurant, everybody knows me. She's just gonna assume that I'm a cool guy. She doesn't know that I take every date to the same spot and I eat there all the time, right? It's perception. You know, if you take a girl to a new park or a new restaurant, you never parked there before, you don't know how to find the park, you know, parking ticket, it's bad. And most guys are terrible at multitasking. Have you ever tried to like have a conversation while trying to Google map? and trying to navigate at the same time while looking for parking. That stuff is like the worst thing ever. I'm so bad at multitasking. I still remember like one time I took a girl on a date and it was like downtown Seattle, all the streets were one way, or it was like Bellevue Square. I don't know, it was terrible, dude. We spent like 20 minutes looking for parking. I was getting irritated. The conversation was crap. As opposed to you just take her to a place that you've always been and you're, you have more CPU to focus on the conversation and not managing logistics, right? You wanna get all that dialed in. But yeah, that's the first date. You literally block out two hours to something that you've done a million times. You know what's good on the menu uh, and, and you literally optimize a, you know, maybe one or two scripts or whatever date processes and you get it dialed in. Those are for what type of girls? Girls that I think are pretty down, that are pretty adventurous, that I think I can close right away. The timing is good, that they're free at night. I pretty much never take girls out on dates for the first option before 7 p.m. It's always after 7 p.m. Because again, initial conditions matter. You're <laughs> you can say no to a date. Like if it's not favorable, don't do it, right? If she's like, yeah, we can have a lunch date between my yoga class and my rock climbing class say no you know what i'm saying that's the power you gotta be able to say no right every if you're doing business if the deal's not good don't buy it you know don't don't agree on the business if you want to go bargain at a flea market and they say it's 500 dollars for a jacket and it's worth 20 don't accept it right have the ability to say no because you know if you're going into a date with bad pre-existing conditions and logistics, you're just setting yourself up for failure. So again, these are for girls I think are down, that I think uh, that the logistics are good, and I think I have a high shot of converting, and I don't, you know, I don't wanna spend a lot of time. Okay, second type of date. These are dates where I'm not necessarily trying to close 
right away because conditions are not favorable. Like she's busy, but I just want to like see her real quick for the first time, right? Or she's wholesome. Yeah, you know, maybe she's like a goody two shoes sheltered Asian girl that just doesn't swing like that. And, uh, you know, she's got some like weird rules. <laughs> so I default into option two, right? So now the conditions aren't as good. I'm going to protect myself. How? I'm going to protect my time and how I'm spending. I'm going to minimize amount of time wasted. Okay. So these type of dates, I guess Tony Robbins call it net, right? No extra time. What I, what I mean by this, I take them out to do stuff that I was going to do anyways. Right? So, you know, in your day to day life, there are errands and things that you pretty much always have to do. Right? For me, some examples are going to the gym. I know I got to go to the gym three to four times a week. It's not just for getting girls. It's part of my life now. Uh, and if I don't work out, I'm not as productive. I feel like shit. And so it's like concrete. I have to go four times a week, right? Okay, well, this girl's busy. She's not available at night. I don't think I can close her. Well, let's just take her out on a gym date, right? It's like, sure, the conversion rate is not as good. I mean, I actually pull from the gym quite a bit. It's actually kind of funny. The conversion is low, but my investment, my time loss is virtually zero. I'll work my personality. She gets to know me a little bit better. It's going to set the second date. So the second time we meet, I'm going to default that into sort of the first option where it's like, dinner downstairs in my condo and then I pull straight upstairs. So what are some other ways to, uh, for option two, where you're not wasting time at all, no extra time, no extra money, right? Think of how you can incorporate taking the girl to do stuff that you already normally do, right? So what are things that I normally do? Well, you gotta have to be creative. Everybody has different things. One thing I do, and obviously not everybody has a Tesla and you don't need a fucking Tesla to come up with some of these ideas, but like, I go to town square, there's a charging station and then there's a whole foods nearby. So one thing is I'll just take girls to, <laughs> it's like a date to whole foods while I charge my Tesla, which I pay $0 for you know, for electricity. So I'm getting free gas to take a girl to shop at whole foods to get groceries that I need anyways. And this takes about an hour and a half, two hours, which is, you know, good enough time for interaction. And assuming she likes me, then the next time we meet is going to go to option one, right? What are some other ways you can take a girl out besides the gym, Whole Foods, Tesla charging station? Uh, I don't know. I like movies. I know it's kind of a waste of time, but I don't know. I'm just fascinated with movies, all kinds of movies. And it's like my normal, it's like my escape. I know it's, it's not optimal date option, but it's what I like doing anyways, right? So. You know, once you get to a certain level of competency, you can break rules. You can close from anything, but still. So ultimately you have to think, what are some things you have to do anyways, right? So maybe you're in college, the no extra time could just be like a study date, right? It's just like, you gotta study anyways, take her to the library, first date, build some comfort, and then the next time go for the kill, okay? But the thing is, Never take a girl to do something that you would never do just like by yourself, right? If you're the type of guy that never does a five hour hike, like why would you take a girl to do a five hour? That's stupid, right? It's like dumb. Like when's the last time some girl fuck? Okay, you could, you probably get away with closing a girl in the forest, but that's just like not really likely <laughs> on a first date. I don't want to get, I, I mean, I'm kind of OCD and clean, but I, I don't even want to close on in a forest. This is absurd. I like my bed. I like my air conditioner. <laughs> I like 
I like a, a good environment. What are some other ways you can leverage no extra time on a date? I don't know. I get a lot of software engineers as uh, students on bootcamp. Maybe you can <laughs> take her to your Google uh, lunch buffet, which is free, right? I don't, I don't know what the rules, uh, but if you can, great option, right? <laughs> take a girl out to your Google sponsored uh, dinner date or lunch date. Maybe you, um, I get a lot of dentists. Maybe you can invite a girl to your private practice and you could just show her some cool shit. Uh, you know, you could be creative, but like I said, again, this is only for girls that are extremely conservative where you have to build comfort or the logistics are bad and you can't find time otherwise. I wouldn't use option two if you, if you know, conditions are good and you can use option one. Obviously, if she's closable, like don't take her to the gym, you know, just do the, the standard date. And then the last one is you already know the girl, you've already closed her, you already had sex with her many times, you know that she's chill, you know she's, you know, has common sense, and this is where you like reward her, this is like more long-term investment, this is where, you know, you could take her to see shows, you can take her on a vacation, like she could still pay for it, right? But at the end of the day, it's like, you can invest a little bit more, but because you know her, you can, you know what you're getting yourself into, you know, like that, girl that I took to Japan, she paid for her flight, half the trip, but I already known her, right? Like I, we've already known each other for a year. She's like really outgoing, really laid back, super chill. She lets me lead. Um, and so it was great. Like the whole trip was amazing because you know, like you don't want to invest in something that you have so many unknown variables, right? You don't want to go to, you know, go on two dates with a girl and then you take her to another country. That's that's absurd, right? There's too many things that could go wrong because you don't know enough about her. So again, a lot of guys make the mistake of doing option three for option one and two. It's like, no, dude, this is, this is like high investment. So you need to know what you're getting yourself into. You need to know the girl really well. And this is like, she's so cool that you're rewarding her and you're giving her an awesome experience, okay? So make sure that this is reserved for the quality girls. Maybe you go on 20 dates and this is like the one out of the 20, okay? And you have the budget to do so. And you know, the thing is, if I take a girl on a date, like I know I'm gonna get laid, I know I'm gonna close. Like that, sh you shouldn't take her, <laughs> the mindset is you shouldn't take her on a date so that she'll have sex with you. It's like, you already get along, you already, intimate and then you go on a date so then you can just enjoy the date like you can enjoy the trip or whatever right you just be your natural self you shouldn't be focused on like oh like how do i game this girl no those are that's for option one and two not option three yeah so those are the three types of dates i usually take girls out to depending on the circumstances and the conditions hopefully that helps you puts you into perspective again you gotta systematize your dates so that you can go through enough to ultimately know what you want and be able to internalize the skill sets and get enough experience to uh, eventually find the one. But for most people that are watching pickup videos that are trying to get this handled, EXP, man. Look at look at video games. Look at, uh, you know, I used to play Diablo 2, right? You're farming EXP. You're not wasting your time. You're, you're doing runs after runs, right? You're trying to get maximum experience, the least amount of time, energy, money as possible. Okay, so that's it for this video. The three types of dates you should take girls on.
Hope you enjoyed this episode of our podcast. You can find more of our content on Instagram and YouTube under Millionaire Social Circle. Or if you want to travel with us to our next international destination, you can reach out to us on millionairesocialcircle.com. Millionaire Social Circle.